Welcome to the You Lead Podcast, brought to you by the Council for School Leadership of the Alberta Teachers Association. All right, when it comes to mental health, Stéphane Grenier walks the talk. He was appointed to the Order of Canada and awarded an honorary Doctor of Laws degree by the University of Guelph and Humber College for his contributions to the field of workplace mental health. Stéphane's riveting keynotes are not only thought-provoking, but also lead to tangible action and sustainable change for those leaders who are prepared to rethink how they support their people. His autobiography, After the War, Surviving PTSD and Changing Mental Health Culture, tells his story from the day he landed in the midst of the Rwandan genocide through his journey of changing mental health culture in the Canadian military, developing national guidelines for peer support with the Mental Health Commission of Canada, all the way to creating Mental Health Innovations, MHI, a consultancy that leads innovative and sustainable change in organizations to enhance the mental health of their people. Today, he and his business partners, along with countless associates, develop non-clinical mental health interventions as a complement to traditional clinical care for private and public sector organizations, as well as for provincial healthcare systems. <coughs> Stefan's vision is a world where people no longer face barriers to good mental health. And with all of that, welcome, Stefan Grenier. How are you doing today? I'm not bad. Not That's, bad. Uh, Although the fall is settling in, eh? It is. It is settling in. It is settling in. Now, that is an amazing introduction. And um, I think that when a, you know, one of the big reasons that we wanted to talk to you and have you join us at ULEAD was really talking about mental health and the importance of it. I'm interested to get your perspective. Why is mental health important? And perhaps especially in today's culture or society, uh, what's your take on that? Well, I guess, uh, you know, an aspect I could just throw at, at you and, and, and your audience would be the concept that we we operate nowadays in, a, in what is a brain-based economy mainly, right? So if you think about it from from an, an economic perspective and, and how the various sectors uh, function today, um, you know, 100 years ago, there were probably a lot more physical injuries in the workplace compared to mental health injuries, likely because, and, and we know that things such as walking in the forest, doing physical activity and things like that are good for your mental health. Well, in the olden days, work included a lot of physical activity. Now work includes a lot more brain capacity and we're all sitting at our chairs in front of a laptop. Not everyone, of course, right? So if you just look at it and think about it from that perspective for, for just 10 seconds, it's sort of Wow. Yeah, I, I guess, you know, so mental health problems have always existed since Homo sapiens sort of ruled the earth, perhaps. However, there's no surprise to me that it's becoming so prominent. You know, I hope that makes sense, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. no, it totally yeah. makes sense. And, you know, we are an education conference and we're talking about education leaders. And when right. you talk about... Uh, maybe some of the things that we have changed over time, I think education systems are perhaps guilty of that as well, right? You know, um, whereas naturally or perhaps historically, people were outside, they were learning outside for a long time. Schools have been a little bit part of that problem, sitting in rows and desks, 
you know, not moving, things like that. And although I think we're perhaps getting a little bit better and getting some some research about that, what do you think? What do you think the contribution and perhaps the importance of our education system is around that question of supporting positive mental health wellness? Right. So I would go even further than that. I think that during human beings' formative years, uh, I, I think it's the time for governments, for the healthcare system to actually shape the human beings of tomorrow who have a better understanding of what mental health is, what individuals need to do to look after their mental health. The same way when I was growing up, you know, we'd have the dental uh, 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 hygienist come and and show us how to brush our teeth, which was very important. And I remember doing that in class and we would take this little pill to see if we brushed our teeth properly. You're, maybe you know, you, your older teachers it, it, listening to this will laugh and they'll remember those days. Uh, there was the Canada Food Guide, you know, insisting on, you know, eating a proper diet and all this. Mental health is a little more complicated. I think mental health for, for homo sapiens, for human beings, needs to be unpacked quite a bit. And I think it requires more than a visit once a year from the dental hygienist, right? So I do believe that our, our educators, our education system as a whole, really needs to think about developing the, the human being over the course of their formative years into a well-functioning adult academically, mentally, physically. And for that, I believe it starts very, very early. People like me who grew up in a system that was sort of uh, oblivious to some degree uh, to the mental ill health or the mental health uh, of, of, of humans uh, bumped into and clashed with this concept uh, during the course of my career. And uh, it, it's really a flattening experience to be surprised by the fact that the brain is not immune to injury or illness. Now, so there's no doubt in my mind that the the the, the young kids and, and the young adults that are going through a healthcare system are much more aware, but being aware does not necessarily translate in health-seeking behaviors or mentally uh, healthy behaviors that fosters mental health. So I think there's still a lot more to do. And I think that our education system has to mentor this and has to lead by example. I think that our mental health system constantly forgets that leadership and a positive role model is very, very important from a mental health perspective. And so I look forward to a day where our education system, our teachers, our principals, our professors, uh, everyone engaged are really good examples for the, for youth looking up to them for examples of support. And, uh, and my final word on that would be that mental health in the workplace, mental health in systems doesn't stop once we've referred somebody to a clinician. It has to actually manifest itself in micro moments between human beings who will do more than say, how are you today? Good. And how are you? And I'll address that in my keynote, actually. Uh, we need to be able to lean forward and support people when they're unwell. And it's pretty easy to do that. We just need to give ourselves permission to do that. 
I, I love that idea of uh, it's not just about what we teach, it's about what we bring. It's about ourselves and about the relationships that we have with those kids. Um, right. And I'm really looking forward to, to you speaking uh, at ULEAD and talking a little bit about that, giving us permission and, and giving perhaps also some ideas of what does that look like? Uh, because I think that we make it more complicated than it perhaps needs to be, as you said. <laughs> but, you know, that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, I'm wondering what, what you think. What is, what is the message you really want educators and, and really educational leaders who are coming to your session at Lead you lead to leave with? What do you want them to remember when they walk out of that, uh, that keynote from in Banff? Well, if I'm successful in Banff with, with all of you, uh, I will have achieved um, success in that everyone leaves the conference thinking, my God, everything we've done so far is good, it's solid, it creates a good foundation, but we still have a corner to turn. And the corner I will refer to is uh, literally uh, adding a component of uh, mental health care to the healthcare system inside our organizations, inside your, your educational system, whereby, of course, if a student or a teacher or uh, a member of staff, even a janitor working in the school, doesn't matter. When a human being is going through a mental health challenge, of course, they need access to a clinician that can help them. Um, hopefully, uh, you know, they'll have access to medication if they need it. But the corner we have yet to turn is rehumanizing the mental health care system to the degree where organizational cultures have pivoted to a, a space where every human being in the ecosystem is as comfortable saying, hey, Corey, you look like you're going through a rough time, man. I, you know, want to go for a chat? You want to go for a coffee? Can we have a chat? Can I support you? The same way we would if Corey came to the school one morning with a pair of crutches and a cast and at the front door, he's struggling to open the door. We would not hesitate to say, hey, Corey, let me get that for you, right? The support we offer for people who struggle from a physical problem, I think has been addressed. And innately, we sort of know what to do. Unfortunately, we're not there from a mental health perspective. And if I'm successful at the keynote, people will leave the session knowing what to do at the individual level, and they will know and hopefully be inspired to take action at the organizational level and really bring to life all these words we've been hearing about mental health into action and really lead change. Yeah. Et, et je pense que c'est ça le leadership, c'est ça cette cette euh, cette vision pour changer le système et d'améliorer notre nos écoles mais aussi notre société. Ben, merci beaucoup. Thank you so much, Stéphane Grenier. I'm looking forward to seeing you in Banff and we will see you very soon, sooner than you think, in April. Right on. Thank you so much. All the best.